What's up, Prop Nation? It's your boy John here today. I'm back with the Super Bowl edition. This is it. We've made it through 22, what is it, 23 weeks of the season, not including the preseason, but this will be the last show for NFL until we come back in August. I'm very excited for the Super Bowl edition. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of energy for this one. It's going to be great. Uh, the 49ers are favorite at two and a half, and the over-under is 47 and a half as well. It's going to be in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Um, and as I keep making the joke, it would be good if the uh, if the team there could just leave the Kansas City Chiefs painted area in the end zone because uh, they seem to own that building as it is anyway. Glad that you're here. Glad that you're with us. Sully is not here again today. He's uh, still under the weather. He is That kid has not been doing too well lately as far as his uh, health and well-being goes, but he will be back next season and he will be back with some hockey props as well as w the, that season goes on. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe to this. Really helps us out and follow us on Twitter as well. I'm a John Lloyd Roberts and you can follow us on Instagram as well. You can follow Sally and you can follow Prop Nation betting show as well. Leave a comment as well because I want to get what your thoughts are for the Super Bowl. We're going to go over a bunch of really great bets. I've got a huge super ticket for you. It's going to be, I'm thinking I'm seeing like seven bets here. Yeah, it's going to be seven legs long. Um, and then there might even be a couple of novelty props at the end that I've seen a few good ones as well i'm very excited for this game it should be really good too really really good teams and i can't think at the start of the season we kind of always knew it would come down to this anyway but let's get into it we'll start with a couple of injuries to report uh joe tooney is still did not practice he's got a pec issue apparently he might play but i'm not sure uh charles and Menahue is out uh, Chris Jones has been limited for the Chiefs as well. So we'll watch that. I expect him to play though. And uh, Sky Moore is questionable. He's off IR as well. So could we see a Sky Moore appearance? That'd be good. On the 49ers side of the ball, not too bad for those guys. Kittle did not practice. He's got a toe injury, but I think he's expected to play. And Eric Armstead is similar. He's got like a knee and a foot issue. He's been did not practice, but he could also play as well. Let's get into these teams now. We'll start with the Kansas City Chiefs defense and how they've been going. They've had a fantastic season. They have, for the most part, it's got to be said, they have been carrying this team for the most part. They've been very good against opposing quarterbacks as far as passing yards go. They've been good at stopping touchdowns. They haven't allowed more than two touchdowns, sorry, more than one touchdown in a game since like, what is that? Their bye week in week eight, um, other than that one Green Bay game. So that's been really good. They've been able to keep scoring down. Teams have still had to throw on them. So passing has been over as well because teams need to still keep pace because they are the Kansas City Chiefs. Wide receiver ones have really struggled against the Chiefs as well. Other than last week, Zay Flowers obviously had a big game. That was very strange. So I'm sort of expecting a semi-tough um, game for Brandon Ayuk. I'm looking more Debo's way in this matchup. There's going to be a bunch of uh, Chris McCaffrey uh, angles to take as well. And then as far as tight end goes, Kittle's been too inconsistent for me at the moment. So they've been a bit back and forth. So I'll stay off that one. But we'll get to the other side of the ball with the uh, San Francisco 49ers defense. They have been interesting. So 
they have been giving it up in recent weeks. They've had some good games, but it's been more likely against inferior opponents. You can see Washington struggled against the 49ers, but that's not really surprising to anyone. Other than that, a lot of teams have had success. They were fairly good on the ground for a little bit, but now that's kind of uh, eased off a little bit as well. And then a few receivers have managed to have success and the tight ends as well. So two angles I'm looking at here is running back receptions, um, which it's tricky for Isaiah Pacheco because he doesn't get a lot. So that's a bummer. And then uh, tight end receptions as well is another angle I'm looking at. And this could be a fairly big Travis Kelsey game, which will be interesting. We'll, we'll dive into that as well. As far as the over-under goes, like the Chiefs for the most part have played most of their games recently under. Um, 49ers have been a little bit over. Uh, and the Chiefs have done a damn good job covering. Whenever they're underdogs, they seem to just cover. They've got an insane hit rate there. They're underdogs again. And that's why I personally like the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game here. Never bet against Mahomes is my motto. And also, I just want to see the 49ers lose as a Seattle Seahawks fan. So we'll start off here with the quarterbacks. And as far as Patrick Mahomes goes, he's got a line of 262 at the moment. And he has only gone over his prop line once in the last uh, five games, is that? And for the most part, he has had a really up and down season. So this one, I'm staying off this one for this game. Um, I would, if anything, bet the under for Mahomes. But there's a few overs as far as receiving that I like. So um, I just, I personally don't want to bet against Mahomes. The 49ers defense, they have been giving it up lately to receivers and to the quarterback position, especially if there's a high pass attempt total. So from that perspective, I... Um, I'm, I'm scared of Mahomes to bet any unders. I'm not probably going to do that. Um, you could look at passing touchdowns over. He has had one or more in basically every single game this year, except for a couple at the start of the season when they were really struggling. So there could be something there. If you like the 47 and a half over under his pass attempts, I've listed it down, but I'm not looking that way. Same with completions. They've struggled. It's 25 and a half for completions, and they've even struggled to get over 24 as far as the last few weeks have been. So not really looking that way either. And then his rush attempts, he usually likes to rush in big spots. Having said that, he hasn't done too much for the playoffs and in, in towards the end of the regular season. So rushing yards, I'm also looking under for Mahomes, but I'm staying away from that one. For Brock Purdy, he is an interesting cat, isn't he? Because uh, he has had some really high passing yards over the last couple of weeks. Sometimes he hits them. Sometimes he doesn't. He's had some big games. The um, So the inconsistency there, I'm going to stay away. If anything, you could look at potentially, I think I saw on tab. So you're getting about 246, 247 in most places on like sports bet, bet 365. On tab, you can get up to 250. Chiefs defense is really, really good. So I don't mind betting under 250 for Brock Purdy there. The ones that I am looking at though is under for pass attempts, which is currently at 30 and a half. And that is the best line you can get at any book. And pass completions is at 20 and a half. I like the under there. Uh, and on tab, where most overs are, well, sorry, where most higher inflated lines are, um, you can get 21 and a half. So if you like the under there, if you like any unders, tab is the place to go to bet unders because they're usually a bit higher than all the other books. Uh, so 21 and a half looks good there. 
Um, and they also have Patrick Mahomes at 30 and a half rushing yards. I really like the under for that. So maybe get a cheeky little under Mahomes rushing of 30 there. That's a really high line uh, for someone who hasn't been doing a hell of a lot of rushing of late. We'll jump now over to the running backs. And this is where I think there is a lot of value to be had between Isaiah Pacheco and Chris McCaffrey. A lot of these offenses has been funneled through these two players on both teams. We know the Chiefs have struggled passing the ball all season. It kind of never went away, even though they did perk up a little bit last week and in the playoffs. And then same with the San Francisco 49ers, or you can call them the San Francisco Chris McCaffrey's. Pretty much everything funnels through him, uh, which is why the, look, I'm not going to get into the MVP debate about Brock Purdy or whatever, but if anything, I think it is worth noting that Chris McCaffrey would be the MVP of that team. So with that said, uh, Isaiah Pacheco for rushing yards, he's getting 67 and a half on sports bet. That's a really nice line for betting over. He's gone over 65 or more every single week since week 11, except for week 16. There was a couple of games he was injured in there as well. Or you can get 15 and a half rushing attempts through the playoffs against Miami. He had 24 rushing attempts. Uh, the next game in the divisional round, he had 15. So that's exactly the line. And then last week against the Ravens, he had 24 rushing attempts again. So 15 and a half is a nice number. You can get 15 and a half on sports bet. And Tab. And that's interesting to see that Tab is one of the lower ones for that particular one. So you might actually get some juiced value there if you bet that one on Tab as well. Um, the rushing uh, yardage, you can get 65 on points bet. Uh, you can get 75 on bet 365 and sports bet. And then on Tab, you can get 75 rushing yards for Isaiah Pacheco. So we won't bet that one. Any receiving yards that you like for him as well, they're usually around 20 between 16 and 20, I'd bet the under anyway. He's only gone over once and it was week uh, 17 in the last sort of, what is that, seven games. So so not hugely involved in the passing game in that respect. And then scrimmage, because he's not hugely involved in the passing game, we stay away from scrimmage. We just bet the rushing side of things. This is the fun one. We'll get to Christian McCaffrey now because he's getting 91 and a half is the lowest rushing you can get for him. He's gone over his rushing props every single week since week 10, except for week 17. It was a bit of a down week for him there. Maybe they were arresting him. Obviously, he didn't play week 18 or wild card round, uh, but he's still it's still a good spot for him. We uh, talked about the Chiefs run game and how you can actually get a little bit of success there. And this is a great spot for Christian McCaffrey. The other one is the 34 and a half receiving yards. I also really like that number as well because he has gone over his uh, receiving prop line every week since week five, except for week six where he was injured and week 14 where uh, he did not hit that that particular week. So that's also a really number. The, the total scrimmage yard prop is 129 and a half over under for scrimmage for Christian McCaffrey. That has got to be the highest prop line I have probably ever seen in my life. So for that reason, I mean, look, he's gone over his scrimmage yards every week except for three weeks of the season. So from that perspective, it's like, okay, sure, we could bet over that. It's just such a high number. I'm just I'm just not going to do it. Um, a little cheeky one you can get as well is his uh, rushing attempt line everywhere you, you bet is at 18 and a half. And he went over that last week. But before that, he hadn't gone over that since week 14. 
So that is also another angle you could take. Uh, Christian McCaffrey under 18 and a half rushing attempts. It's a scary one, though. Similar to Mahomes and passing, it's just something, even if I know he's going to go under, it's just something I never bet against, never bet against Mahomes. We'll jump now into these receivers, and there's a few good ones. We'll start with the Kansas City Chiefs because I quite like Rasheed Rice in this spot. Uh, We talked about the San Francisco 49ers defense, and their corners have started to be a bit leaky over the last, what is this, four games? Most uh, receiver ones have had success there. Similar with tight end. So I do like Rashi Rice in this spot. I do like Travis Kelsey, who's really come on. He's become playoff Kelsey, I guess you could call him. And that's why I don't want to bet the Mahomes underpassing because over six and a half catches for Rashi Rice is a really nice line. Uh, and over 71 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey is the uh, bet I think I'm going here. Yeah, the six and a half catches for Kelsey I'm staying off, but the um, the receiving yards I do like. I do also like uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling over one and a half receptions. It's terrifying, but he has actually come on in the last couple of weeks. He's had at least one catch in every single game he's played since week 12, except for week 16 where he wasn't involved at all. But he has sort of started to get it together. Come on. This is the biggest spot for him. And I think if he wants to keep his job, this is where he really needs to show up. So I'm willing to put some money on uh, MVS over one and a half receptions, but not the receiving, the 20 and a half. No, thank you. The other one is Noah Gray. And Noah Gray has, similar to Marquez Valdez-Gantling, had at least one catch in every single game since week 12. So he's getting one and a half receptions as well. But that's not what I'm actually betting with Noah Gray. What I did see is on points bet, he's got a receiving line of 10.5 receiving yards. I would rather bet that because let's say you could either get the two catches, sure, and he might get it. But I think he could actually get um, the one and a half, the sorry, the 10.5 receiving yards that he needs more likely than the one and a half uh, receptions. So if anything, I might actually bet the uh, receiving yards for Noah Gray there. The other one we talked about, okay, so Kadarius Tony and uh, Sky Moore. So Sky Moore is limited, so we're not getting any lines. We're not getting any lines for Kadarius Tony as well because we don't know if he's going to play. Um, and I don't have Justin Watson here as either. I'm sorry. I, it's just he's kind of always been really like boom and bust, and there's just nothing there, no angles that I really want to bet. Kadarius Tony, there's no angles that I want to bet there, if, even if he plays, even though he was – uh, insane in the Super Bowl this time last year. Um, and then Sky Moore, we haven't seen enough of him to really warrant any uh, decisions there either. We'll finish off with the San Francisco 49ers. And this will be interesting because the Chiefs defense is really good, really good against receivers. Uh, Purdy, we'll see if he's able to overcome uh, some of the uh, Steve Spagnolo, Spagnolo, sorry, <laughs> Spagnolo, the Steve Spag. Um, defensive schemes that he's going to be throwing at him. So Brandon Ayuk, he has had a fair bit of success over the last few weeks. So he, uh, in the last five games he's played, he's gone under his 64 and a half uh, twice, but he's gone over it three times and he's getting 60 in this spot. So I'm staying off Brandon Ayuk, but it's not a bad number. I'm definitely staying off the receptions to get four and a half. Uh, I don't see him 
getting five particularly. I mean, he's been, been a bit cool through the playoffs. Um, to finish the regular season, he his last five, four of his last five games, he had at least five catches. So uh, it's just called off recently. So maybe there's something there. I'm not sure. But the the player I'm looking at is Debo. This will be a huge Debo game, I think. You can get him 16 and a half rushing yards. I'd bet the under for that. Two and a half rushing attempts. I bet the under for that. 58 and a half receiving yards. That's a it's a very high line for Debo, but we know Debo is a hell of a playmaker. It seems like he's the kind of player who will either go for 20 yards or 120 yards in in any given game. So 58 and a half, this is something that I think I am actually willing to bet. And if you couple Debo over 58 and a half with Brock Purdy under 250 and a half, that'll inflate your uh, parlay uh, number there that you're getting your odds. So that could be a nice, it's it's obviously going to be harder odds, but um, you can get more value extracted out of that. Four and a half receptions. You could also look at that because he's gone over that. He's had at least four catches in every single game since week 10, except for week 11 and uh, the divisional where he got injured. So the four and a half is also not a bad line. Um, scrimmage is at 78 and a half. I'm not betting that because we're not really into the rushing as it stands now. And then George Kittle, he's been really, really hit and miss um, pretty much all throughout the season. It's hard to get anything consistent from him. And just looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, look, they could give it up to um, Kittle, but he's kind of been a stay away from me. I did like him last week against Detroit, and he didn't come through for us, which was a bit annoying. But um, so for, for that reason, I'm kind of going to stay off Kittle Um even though I realize that this could be a really big spot for him. I mean, if you look at his season from week seven through to week 16, he went over his uh, receiving prop line of 38 and a half every single week, except for week 12. So he was really, really involved. But then in the last couple of games, we haven't seen it as much. And now the 49 and a half line is a huge line. So it'd be tricky to see what we like there. So if you want, you can get Debo over receiving on points bet at 55 and a half. Uh, sports bet and bet 365 have him at uh, 58 and a half. Um, Ayuk you can, is up to 65 on tab, but you can get 60 on uh, points bet and bet 365 as well. Uh, and then through the, the Chiefs receivers are all pretty much in the similar area. Unless you want the difference between Travis Kelsey on tab is 80 and a half. And bet 365 is 71 and a half. So if you like the over, you're betting on bet 365 at 71 and a half. If you like the under for Travis Kelsey, you're betting on, on tab at 80 and a half. All right. Now, there are a couple of Taylor Swift uh, novelty prop bets that I like here. I'm on tab at the moment, uh, which I thought might be worth a little bit of a mention. First one, Kelsey to propose to Taylor Swift. Yes or no? Yes is getting $10. Uh, that'd be great. Um, second one, uh, Taylor Swift to be shown during the game over seven and a half times. Uh, that's uh, juiced as well. I quite like that over seven and a half times. So eight times throughout the game. Um, he does. She doesn't actually get a lot of screen time. So I think she had a grand total of something like 24 seconds in the last game. So um it could be under seven and a half times might be good. And that's juice to $2.15 on tab. The Super Bowl MVP to mention Taylor Swift in their speech. Yes, is getting $10. I actually wonder if there'd be any value there. I don't think so. Usher to perform a Taylor Swift song at halftime. Yes, is getting $10 as well. Uh, Taylor Swift to be shown during halftime. 
uh, show. That's uh, yes, is two dollars. So there apparently there's a good chance that they'll show Taylor Swift at halftime. Uh, Taylor Swift to be shown during the anthem. Yes, is getting two dollars fifty. Don't mind that one as well. Who is shown first in the national anthem? Is it Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift? Travis Kelsey is getting a dollar thirty. I do like Travis Kelsey there. Uh, Andy Reid to mention Taylor Swift in his Super Bowl podium speech. So the interesting thing about this, right, is first of all, the Chiefs have to win in order for that to happen. So not only do you think is is the, the Kansas City Chiefs going to win, then it has to be that Andy Reid's going to mention Taylor Swift, which when they we saw that funny uh, photo on Twitter of them pointing at each other after the game last week, that was quite cute. Quite enjoyed that. Taylor Swift performs at the halftime Kelsey Super Bowl MVP. I don't even know what that is. It's $201. That doesn't make any sense. Taylor Swift to wear a Travis Kelsey jersey. That's $1.75. Uh, she has pretty much done that um, with the jacket of uh, Kyle Juszczyk's, uh partner. So I think that that is likely. And that's $1.75. So that, that's a good one. Um, when will Taylor Swift be first shown on camera? So we've got first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and they're not shown at all at $15. First quarter, $1.40. That's, uh, I think that's pretty, pretty obvious there. Touchdown or Taylor? Touchdown scored, a live Taylor Swift shot. Okay, so I don't understand what that is. Paid on what occurs first. Taylor Swift being shown on camera during the broadcast game from the opening kickoff to when the clock hits zero or the first touchdown being scored in Super Bowl. Okay, so is it going to be Super Bowl first or are we going to see Taylor first? Okay, and those are that's a coin flip. That's $1.87 anyway you slice it. Uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring first quarter, so I would bet uh, Taylor Swift there. Ta- Taylor Swift color lipstick. Red is $1.05, so there's no value to be had there. To catch a Swift. To catch a Swift. Travis Kelsey reception, $1.50. Uh, live Taylor Swift shot, $2.50. I think Travis Kelsey will catch a reception before they show uh, Taylor Swift there. Taylor Swift multis. Okay, they're just jamming a whole bunch of them together. Whose touchdown is it really? Over five seconds, under five seconds. Paid on the amount of seconds before Taylor Swift is shown on camera. Oh, gee, that's, that's very convoluted. Anyway. A lot of fun ones to be had there. There's a few good ones that I might actually put in the ticket. But let's finish up the show. Let's get into this ticket, this super ticket, seven legs. Okay, I'm going to go Brock Purdy under 250 passing yards. I like that. I like the Chiefs defense. Isaiah Pacheco over 65 and a half rushing yards. I really like that. I'm going to couple that with Pacheco over 15 and a half rushing attempts. If he can get up to 24, we are sitting pretty. I like Christian McCaffrey over rushing yards, 91 and a half rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. I really like that one. Travis Kelsey over 71 and a half receiving yards. I like that. Debo over 55 and a half receiving yards. I really like that. And then the little sneaky one at the end that I want to throw in, Sully would be so proud of me. Noah Gray over 10 and a half receiving yards. I really like that one as well. That's going to do it. We're done for the season. What a season it's been. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of really great wins. Uh, had a good time with Sally in our first inaugural season. We're going to be back in August for preseason as well. That's one. Of the, I think that's uh, generally Sally and I, it's our favorite time to bet. So many crazy ideas that you can come up with. We really enjoy doing those shows. Sally will be back with hockey soon once he's better. 
I will be back in a matter of weeks, man. I can't believe it. The footy preseason starts on like the 16th or the 17th of February. And I'm going to be doing uh, footy props all season long. So that's going to be really, really fun. Um, I'm keen to see what you guys think of that one as well. Leave some comments. Drop us a like. Subscribe on YouTube if you're still watching it. It's been such a good season. We've really enjoyed uh, bringing this content to you. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram as well. We will be back. Enjoy the game as well. It's going to be about 10.30 Australian time on Monday that we'll be watching. It's going to be 35 degrees in Melbourne as well, so it's going to be a damn hot one. But I'm very, very excited. I appreciate everyone who's been listening and uh, coming along this journey with us. We'll see you again very soon in a few weeks. But bye for now. Good luck, everyone. Good luck. Good luck.